Welcome to the Mainly Plants Podcast. My name is Ryan Furman and I am a certified plant-based nutritionist. You can find the website at mainlyplants.com or on any of the social media at Mainly Plants. Or if you want to get a hold of me, you can direct message me through there. Um, there's a contact sheet on the website or you can just email me ryan at mainlyplants.com. Um, also, I have a few uh, Mainly Plants infuser bottles left if anybody wants to uh, snag one. Um, go ahead and just uh, get a hold of me and I will get you one. They are 32 ounce infuser bottles, coolest infuser bottles ever um, because the little capsule that holds the stuff that you put in it um, doesn't hang from the top. It sits to the bottom. It's a little capsule, free floating capsule, but doesn't float. Um, and that way, when you drink your water down, you don't have this thing hanging from the top, from the lid that is not, no longer infusing your water. Um, coincidentally enough, it also holds two beers, and it is plastic, so you can bring it to the pool. Um, good, that's out of the way. <clears throat> so it's going to be a, a little shorter this week. Uh, I wanted to get to some questions that have come in, uh, and then uh, if you guys have any questions uh, ever, if you if, if this is the first time listening to the podcast, I uh, address all the questions that I get, and uh, I mean. It, anything if it has anything to do with uh, health, nutrition, being plant-based or vegan or vegetarian or whatever, uh, go ahead and shoot me an email or whatever way you want to get a hold of me, and I'll be sure to uh, get back to you and address the question. So, <clears throat> with that, the first question comes from Katie, and she says, I have a question. For someone like me who is just trying to begin with being mainly plant-based, should I cut out red meat first and then so on as I can? Like, is one worse for me than the other? And then parentheses, she puts, I know, I know, it's all bad. Okay, so um, this is, uh, there's no right or wrong answer to this. Um, and do whatever you can do, right? So what you got to remember is that it's about progress, not perfection. It's not about, you know, doing anything in anybody's certain order because nobody else is you. Um, if I had my druthers, people would quit dairy first. <clears throat> and again, this is strictly speaking from a, a health standpoint. Ethics and everything aside, uh, it's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about strictly for health. Um, in my opinion, dairy would be the first thing that people can, can give up. Because dairy, when you give up dairy, uh, you feel, you notice the changes uh, physically, mentally, uh, I think a lot faster than you would if you gave up, you know, red meat first. Dairy is just like this, this gunk, this, this crap that just slows you down and makes you foggy and zaps your energy and makes you feel full and bloated and, you know, puts, uh, stores the extra fat in places that you don't want fat. So I think by giving up dairy first, uh, you're going to see significant results a little quicker, and then you can, you know, give up red meat or give up chicken or give up seafood or whatever it, it is. A lot of people kind of wean themselves into a vegan diet or plant-based diet. Um, there are some people out there who, and I kind of addressed it last week, unless you go cold turkey, um, they think that they're better than you. It's not the way it is. Progress, not perfection. So for me, uh, first it was red meat, and then it was all meat, and then 
uh, actually, let me back up. First it was all dairy and red meat, and then it was all meat, so no more ham or chicken or anything. And um, from there, uh, I kind of limited myself to just seafood, and I would only have it maybe once every few months. And then eventually I just got off seafood and then I became fully plant-based and I feel great. So whatever your, whatever works for your body, whatever works for, for your mentality, do that. However, long story short to answer your question, give up dairy first. I think you'll be pleasantly surprised. <clears throat> okay, so the next question comes from Kelsey. And she writes and says, one thing I'm curious about are cooking oils, like avocado oil, coconut oil, and olive oil. I'm already convinced soy and canola oil are bad, but what about the others? It seems to be a somewhat controversial issue in the plant-based community. The guys in Forks Over Knives go as far as, as far as to say, don't eat them at all, but sometimes I want a little dressing on my salad, you know? And I do know, I get it. Um, oil is a really controversial topic. Um, and I don't necessarily subscribe to um, the T. Con Campbell thought. And so <clears throat> personally, I stick to coconut oil and olive oil and sometimes sesame oil when I'm cooking. Um, soy, oils like soybean, and if you've heard the past uh, podcast on, I believe it was the first one on fats, I think I cover this, um, but go back and listen to them all. Uh, <laughs> soybean oil, sunflower oil, canola oil, um, corn oil, safflower oil, they're all processed with really high heat and frequently they're processed with, with solvents, which screws up their omega-3 to omega-6 ratios, which has, um, or which can have somewhat serious health complications attributed with it. You want to have uh, a ratio of, uh, I believe it's one to one to one to three, omega three to omega six. Double check me, somebody. It's in the, one of the pre, it's in the previous podcast. Um, but T. Con Campbell, who, if you've seen Forks Over Knives, he is uh, one of the one of the two main doctors in that. Um, coincidentally enough, he is uh, the person who I have my certification through in association with Cornell University. Um. He does advocate an oil-free diet, and he and, like I said, a sizable group of other people feel that since all oil has to technically be processed, that they should be stayed away from, and that since plants already have natural oils, oils in them, they feel there's not really a need to add more oil to your dishes, whether it be salad dressing or uh, stir-fry or what have you. But like I said, I don't really abide by this. Um, fats can help absorb nutrients into your body um, and kind of like I said before it's about progress not, not perfection if, I, if, if, if everything was perfect and you know I would I could give up all oil and I could give up all oil if necessary but you know I still want to have some enjoyment I still want to have, you know, um, a little bit of olive oil in my stir fry or a little olive oil in my salad dressing or some coconut oil. It tastes good. There are nutritional benefits for, from it, and it's not just this negative thing you put 
into your meals depending upon what kind of oil it is. Um, so, like I said, I look at it like this. You know, I'm completely plant-based. I don't feel that a little oil here and there is going to be, you know, destructive to my to the the walls of my arteries and damage them. I put so many whole food raw nutrients into my body on a daily basis that a little bit of oil in a salad dressing is not going to be a big deal. It's not like I'm drowning stuff in it. It's not like, you know, I I soak my my uh, salad dressing in olive oil or any oil it's you know a little bit um my my favorite salad dressing that i make is a little himalayan sea salt a little bit of olive oil and then i squeeze a lemon in there um, the olive oil helps balance out the lemon juice and the lemon juice gives it a little zing just go for it um but again it's personal preference you know um so I would say if you want to have some olive oil, have it. If you don't want to, don't. Um, just don't overdo it, you know. And and everybody knows what it means to overdo something, you know. Um, if you have any questions about that, please contact me. And by by me in a little bit, I say I would probably put, uh, I don't know, two or three tablespoons into a two-liter salad. Um, I So for me, I have... Um, those big metal bowls that I make my salads in that have the measuring lines on the inside because I like to know just for peace of mind how much I'm eating and this one happens to be in liters so it's between I usually eat for lunch between a two, two and a two and a half liter salad and two three tablespoons of olive oil not that big of a deal um, I like hummus there's a little bit of olive oil in that not that big of a deal also so again just to kind of sum it up and long story short um yeah some oils are bad for you oils like avocado oil coconut oil and olive oil i don't have a problem with i think they're fine to have in moderation just like anything else moderation um so uh there is another question that i have and i am trying to pull it up uh, okay so Amanda writes and says, uh, my dad has ALS and went through a phase where he ate all organic and incorporated several vegetables into his diet. He noticed a huge change in his health. He even stopped taking his blood pressure meds because he simply didn't need them anymore. That was about five years ago. Now he can't prepare his own food anymore. My brother is the one that is home most of the time, but he is 23 and doesn't know how to cook a goddamn thing. So they eat a ton of fast food. My question for you is, do you know anything about how a plant-based diet can benefit people with ALS? Um, so a couple things off the bat. Um, a plant-based diet, a whole food, vast majority raw plant-based diet um, benefits everybody. No matter what disease disorder that you have or don't have, um, there's no downside. Uh, secondly, there is a great book called How Not to Die that covers um, whole food plant-based eating for a myriad of illnesses, diseases, disorders, talks about in depth, and it's actually, they actually the author makes it very interesting to read. It's not just very dry, um, but uh, I would definitely pick up, pick up a copy of that. However, um, in, in, in 
to, specifically for ALS, first off, I would say that all seafood, as well as saturated fats, which are animal fats, should be stayed away from. Don't have anything. No sushi, no scallops, no lobster, nothing. Okay, no seafood, and as little saturated fat as you can. Uh, if you if he's not willing to, you know, give up the steak or um, the fast food, fast food's terrible because it's so much saturated fat. Stay away from it. Give it up. Um, so with ALS, studies have shown that um, adhering to the Mediterranean diet has helped a lot. Um, there is some seafood in that. I would stay away from that portion of it. Uh, but things like, you know, olives, um, olive oil, hummus, uh, I mean, there's a myriad of things in the Mediterranean diet. Um, also try reading an article about blue zones. Uh, there's one on my website in the blog section. Um, I think it's called the Island where people don't die, something like that. Um, it's about blue zones. It's about adhering to the Mediterranean diet. Uh, things like raw fresh fruits and vegetables, obviously, uh, legumes, some whole grains and olive oil are all beneficial for ALS. Uh, also things like broccoli rabe, uh, which is the kind of the long thin broccoli. That's not really broccoli broccoli, but kind of like the broccoli weed looks like. Um, chickpeas and hummus, like I said. Couscous is a good good grain to have. Eggplant, um, hazelnuts, bell peppers, tomatoes are all great options. Um, unless he has arthritis, things like eggplant tomatoes can um, exasperate that. Nightshade vegetables that those fall into. Um, some people with arthritis are sensitive to those and make their joints hurt. Um, but barring any kind of serious arthritis, all good things to have. Now, when it comes to raw, right? Because I, I, I push this raw food diet. You know, it's one thing to be vegan and plant-based. That's great. The next step is mostly raw. Um, go 80-20. So 80% of, of the food that you or your father or anybody consumes should be raw. Um, 20% cooked. Ideally, it'd be 100%, but not everybody wants to do that, and that's fine. 80% is fine. And by raw, I mean anything prepared under 119 degrees. 119 degrees. So you can still have hot food. It doesn't all have to be cold. You can you know, make some zucchini noodles, toss them in a pan with a little olive oil and garlic, and heat it up. As long as it's under 119 degrees, the, the vegetables maintain their nutritional density. Once you get above that, you're kind of cooking all the nutrients uh, and killing them off. Um, so the, the, the final question is one that I get a lot. Um, and there's no real good answer to it. The question is, what type of yogurt should somebody who's going plant-based eat? Because obviously yogurt is dairy, uh, but a lot of, especially women like it, it helps keep their pH. Um, a lot of other people like it just because it's good with uh, probiotics, it's good for your gut health, uh, but again, it does have dairy in it. So there are a myriad of, of uh, vegan 
yogurts made with coconut milk or uh, almond milk. There's hemp yogurt. There's no good answer. Everybody, everybody I talk to likes one brand and then the, another person will hate that. Um, I like certain things. I've tried to get, my, my dad likes yogurt. I've gotten him to try the kind that I like. He can't stand it. He threw them away because he thought they were disgusting. Um, yogurt's kind of finicky, especially vegan yogurt. So what I would say, the best thing to do, go to the grocery store, buy your favorite flair, flavor, one of each brand that you can find in vegan. Try them all, pick one that you like, and stick with it. It'll cost you $5, and, uh, and then it'll save you time in the future. That way you're not buying six of the soy brand, get home, realize that you hate it, have five and a half left that you can't eat. Um, so go give it a whirl. Also, just to kind of boost off of this, <clears throat> there are, you know, there's great vegan cheeses, there's great vegan meat alternatives um, that you can find at, I mean, grocery stores as mainstream as Safeway. I know out here we have Sprouts. Uh, I know California has Sprouts. Um, there's a lot. It's, it's super easy to find. I love them. They're delicious. However, don't get sucked into eating, um, you know, faux cheeses, faux meats on a regular basis. Those are kind of, again, you're 20% of the time eating those kinds of processed cheat, I call them cheat meals, uh, because they're not super nutrient rich. They just kind of satisfy your craving, uh, especially if you're making the transition. You know, go out and get some veggie burgers, go out and get some, some, uh, uh, veggie kielbasa and some delicious vegan cheese but don't get it too often um, it's not nutrient rich uh, it is kind of high in calorie it's a better alternative than than stuff with animal um, animal products in it uh, but that doesn't mean it's healthy and I, I think I've mentioned this before just because something is vegan does not mean it's healthy um, you want to eat as raw as possible, uh, the way that nature made it. That's the way we're supposed to consume it most of the time. Uh, you know, there's always exceptions to the rule, but 80% uh, of the time, eat your whole foods and at least one big salad a day. Make a big salad if you don't want to eat it at once. Have you know a bowl at lunch, you know, before if you want to have a sandwich, and at dinner. Uh, my rule of thumb is make a big salad. Have a bowl before your entree, that way it fills you up a little bit, then have your entree, and then if you're still hungry, have another bowl of salad uh, before you go back for seconds on that entree again. So each serving of whatever you eat should be accompanied uh, beforehand by a salad. It's the one constant in everything, all my research, it's the healthiest thing to eat. Um, if you want to know my rules of thumb for salads, because you can't just buy a head of iceberg lettuce, toss some ranch dressing on it, and think that that's healthy, um, there are certain things that you have to do to make sure that you're getting a healthy salad. Uh, contact me, because I'm happy to talk it over with you. And with that, any questions, like I said, questions, comments, concerns, anything that I said offends you or you don't agree with, please go ahead and contact me through the social media at Mainly Plants, my website, mainlyplants.com, or email me, Ryan at Mainly Plants. And until next time, go eat a salad.